This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will dream it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is another episode of Who's There? Lindsay's back from Mexico. I never was in Mexico. I never been to Mexico when I lived in Texas for most of my that's life. That's insane. I feel like that's never like what you Mexico. people do. Don't you just drive to Mexico and like mm-hmm. buy some illegal bullshit and then go drive back? Never went to Mexico. Wow, I guess you weren't a bad boy. Never been to Canada either. Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> really? It's no, I've never literally never been to Canada. I've never been to Mexico. Oh. I've been to other I've left the country many times. I've just never been to either many of the times. ones that are adjacent to us. <laughs> many, many, times. many times. Many times. I'm very well traveled. I'm so well traveled. I love to travel. Yeah, I love Mexico City. It's beautiful and fun and it's really calming to be in a place where no one speaks English and you can kind of cuz like I don't speak Spanish, so you just get lost in your own brain. Like it's like everyone is just talking but you're not eavesdropping cuz you can't physically eavesdrop and mm-hmm. it's just like very soothing and then it becomes very lonely and then you're like okay, I need to come back. So it was good. Mm-hmm. It's nice. That's a good like it's good to leave right when you get to that point. The worst is being somewhere after you're like, I need to be home. And then you realize you have five days left of vacation. Well, it's like as soon as you stop having diarrhea and you get lonely, you have to go. Like, do you know what I mean? Like as soon as your yeah. travel stomach stops, then you have to go because yes. then it's like you've been there too long that your body's acclimated and you got to go because it stops feeling like vacation. Or the opposite of diarrhea where you're like not having bowel movements and you're like, <laughs> I need to be back in my apartment. Yeah. I need to be back in my bathroom because this is bad. I mean, honestly, it's like, I'm glad we're talking about this. It's like travel, travel stomach happens to the best of us. And like, you can go somewhere that has the best food in the whole world. And like, you're still like, I can't, my body is like, knows that it's not at home eating trash. Like it knows. Um, I know we don't normally do. Um, Diarrhea talk? No, we don't. No, we normally don't. But I feel like I read. Yeah. So there was someone I was reading about earlier who had really great travel tips. We didn't, this isn't in the doc. You didn't. <laughs> I was going to say really bad diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was someone I was talking to who was like, uh, if your if your stomach is all messed up when you're traveling, there are ways to make it better, which is like a high strain probiotic, for example, she says, or hydrating, like, quote, you're dying of thirst, she says. And so that those tips come from one Meghan Markle, you know. Oh, fuck you. I could Yeah. Well, I could have I could have used those Megan when I was in Mexico City dying of diarrhea. I wasn't dying of diarrhea. I was fine. But like Well, then you should have gone to the archive.org wayback machine of the TIG because that's you. what the Daily Mail does. I hate you from I hate you for bringing up the TIG in our episode because we actually do have a call. Somebody called in with their own Markless headline. I think you should just play it right now. Uh, long time, long time. Hello, guys. Um, I'm stoned, and I just read an Us Weekly article headline that said, Paula Patton recalls Meghan Markle did calligraphy for her wedding in 2005. And I think that's so funny. Um, I hope that you guys can talk about that. Bye. This one, Bella Thorne. We don't, we're not talking about it. I don't, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I just wanted to play that, because your laugh is so genuine. But I do want to say that Paula Patton dyed her hair blonde, and now she looks like Katy Perry. She's wearing, like, big suits. <laughs> That's Did your... you see her? Did you see Leighton Meester dyed her hair blonde for a sponsored advertisement? Oh, God, I did see that. But Paula Patton's blonde hair is... The resemblance to Katy Perry is uncanny at this point. Really? Like, 
It's it's very weird. She looks she's like Katy wearing, Perry like, of all people. She looks like no, Katy look Perry. It. Okay, I will. But but I will. But isn't it funny that Leighton Meester, who looked just like Mika Kelly, dyed her hair blonde, and now she looks like Leighton Meester but blonde. <laughs> Yes. She doesn't look just like Katy Perry. Stop She's it. She's morphing it. There are better there are better photos. There's a photo she of her in like a pink suit behind the scenes like at Katie like Perry. Good Morning America. She There's like a Good Morning not- America. That's not the right photo, but she looks like Katy Perry. Trust me. Okay, she doesn't like Katy Perry. She doesn't like her right now. I don't think she looks like Katy Perry. Okay. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Noelle in Florida. And this isn't a question, it's more of a comment slash clarification. I'm reading your uh Vulture article, and I'm looking through the who bends of Juliana Huff, and I think an important thing that has been left out is that something that qualifies her as a who still is that when she changes her hair, she's unrecognizable, and a real them can go through a drastic change, like a Katy Perry going blonde with a pixie cut, and you still know who they are. So that is my two cents. Um, what is the last thing? Oh, something, something, Bella Thorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. That's it. Sorry, I haven't had coffee yet. Bye. I would like to just blame it on the print cycle, right? Because we yeah, wrote it, this. It, we wrote this a long time ago, and we forgot to update it with that. But you are so, so, so correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could have updated it. True. But we wrote the draft before she had red hair. So that's our explanation. But that absolutely is spot on. She's but thank you for reading. I hope everyone got a chance to pick up a copy and read it because I feel like the online version doesn't really do it justice. No, it really. I mean, it's it's beautiful online, but it's more beautiful in print. Yeah, and also like the map, you can like cut it out and like put it on the wall. Like you can mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. like paste it on the wall like a vision board. I actually don't even have a copy myself because I've been to two different places, including the airport, and they didn't have the newest issue of New York Magazine. Yeah, it takes forever to get into the. Store and also my d- mom said that my dad schlepped all the way to Barnes and Noble and couldn't get it. They didn't have the newest issue. My mom, my mom didn't want to schlep, so she's been calling. What? What? She's been calling the Barnes and Noble <laughs> to see if they have the Cynthia Nixon cover. Stop it! And she's not gonna go over there until they have it. Well, I feel bad that my dad didn't call because he just went. He schlepped. My mom said he schlepped assume, all the way to Natick. You assume they're gonna have it. I don't know what Natick is. Wait, can you please tell the story about your mom running into a who on the street? Oh, it's just it's just a series of text messages. Do you want me to read them to you? Yeah, read them. Okay, Linz, I ran into Kevin. I just got this as a text. It's let's it's March seventeenth at eleven o two a.m. That might be Mexico time. I forget when she sent. Was that yeah? Yes, whatever. Linz, I ran into Kevin O'Leary Shark Tank this AM. My mom, (laughs) just Kevin O'Leary Shark Tank. And I said, did you say hi? He's the bad one. She goes, so he was walking out of the podiatrist's office in front of the FedEx, and I was walking into FedEx. I never recognize people. I said, Kevin? And he was getting into this big, badass SUV, and he turned around. I walked over and made a fool of myself. I was so excited. No, you missed, I'm, I'm reading the, the oh, screen. smiley face. You missed the smiley face. <laughs> I walked over, I made a fool of myself, smiley face. I, I was, was so, so excited. excited. And I wrote, in Newton, that's funny. And then she wrote, yes, he lives in the back bay. Anyway, I ran into a them, right? And I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> He's not a them. <laughs> and then that's the end of the story. That's fun, right? That's I know, fun. she told a good story. I just love that it was, anyway, I ran into a them. But, you know, she made it, I can't even imagine what my mom said to Kevin O'Leary. Like, I... I really have to know. We need her to call in. Allison, call in. 
Also, um, also divorce Lindsay's dad and marry Kevin, please. Oh Move my God, Canada. no. I didn't know Kevin O'Leary Lindsay, lives in the back bay. Amazing. <laughs> I told Lindsay that she needs to have stepdad wonderful. Oh, disgusting. Disgusting. Although, stepdad to be wonderful. fair, my mom I would is also love your dad, Your dad feuding with Kevin O'Leary would be so much fun. I know. My dad like would be feud. like, he thinks he's an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> well, they feud. What's fun is that they could feud and then then your mom could divorce Kevin O'Leary and then get back with your dad. And the funny thing about like my sweet, dad story. is that he would be like, uh, he can have her. <laughs> like, like, see you later, Allie. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> Just joking, mom. I'm sorry. That's not a nice joke. I'm going to get a fucking, oh, I'm going to get a call You're going to get a call. Oh. You're going to get many calls about oh. that. God, okay, from my next. entire family. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of mini calls, here we go. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, this is Jay from London. Long time, long time. Um, I was just listening to this week's episode about the royal families from around the world being famous in the Spanish-speaking world, and there's a huge scandal rocking the Spanish royal family right now. I just spent the weekend in Madrid with my gay boys, and they um, were telling me about how the queen mother, queen, whose name is Reina Sofia, and the current queen, who's Queen Leticia, basically they hate each other, and it's kind of like the worst-kept secret of Spain, and it all came to light a few weeks ago when they were caught coming out of mass, and the queen mother tried to take a picture with her grandchildren, and the current queen jumped in front of the camera and like started to pull them away, and they kind of have this like tug-of-war over the grandchild, and it's all caught on camera. Um, and I was asking my gay boys about it, and they said that it's because the current queen is vegan and only feeds them healthy food, and the queen mother, grandmother, um, gives them candies and, like, sweets, and that's what caused the rift. So, anyway, have a look at the video. It is fantastic. Um, good form, Bella Thorne. So, I, what, I did watch the video because um, I didn't talk about this on the podcast, but I, like, but it was, I deciphered the fight. In the Ola magazine, again, I got pretty bored at the end of my trip. I was deciphering the Ola magazine mm-hmm. and the video, Bobby, the video is so No, I good. just pulled it up. Did you, the look that, that uh, the jeans wearing queen gives this young woman. Oh my God. I know, it's nasty. <laughs> also, she's not even in jeans. She's in pants. But I guess maybe that is, you know, progressive and new. Yeah. Anyways. Oh my God. I know. Do you see that fi- that look? I'm glad we got the full story, like, spelled up. But, like, yeah, like, it was really hard to understand. But then I realized that there was this video and I went to find the video. And the video is, ah, uh, It's real. It's, like, it's not even passive aggressive. It's just, like, aggressive. Yeah. It's just aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. It. And it's at Easter Mass? <gasps> okay, maybe I do understand the controversy over her wearing pants to Easter Mass. I didn't realize it was at Easter Mass. <laughs> All of a sudden, you uh, become, like, the most uptight old lady. You're like, oh, <laughs> jeans at Easter oh Mass? Oh, my God. Queen Letizia really needs to not wear pants to Easter Mass. I mean, but this isn't about the pants. They have a terrible relationship, clearly. Oh, my God. Imagine if, like, Megan and Kate had, like, a moment like this. We'd all die. Oh, yeah. The world would explode. But that's really good. That's really good gossip. Also, I love the casual use of my gay boys. Great. Thank you for influencing gay culture, Katz McPhee, but not in the way you intended. Speaking of how many times did I say that when I was with my gay boys on Friday night? I don't even want to know. Countless times. I don't even want to know. I feel bad for them, honestly. And then one of my gay boys, 
one of my gay boys wasn't familiar Stop with the my gay boys video. Stop one of my gay boys. And so we had to watch it. Anyway, uh, next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Lesbian here. And Bobby is correct. We do love Veronica Mars. Good form, Bella Thorne. Hi, my gay boys. Lesbians are the only people that have watched and will ever watch Veronica Mars. Scarjo yummy pop. <laughs> the great, I, those are two great calls. I got a lot of I got a lot of Instagram DMs and Twitter DMs and just Twitter replies from lesbians who were like, "Lesbian here, you're right about Veronica Mars. We love it." Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, countless variants. Never has of anything that. you said on a podcast been so like like everyone had to respond and tell you like it's true. Yeah, I was sending a lot to Lindsay for a while, and then it, you know there were too many to count. So I know. I, just had I to was stop like, I them. get it. You obviously hit a. A thing you know you found out but to be fair no one watched veronica mars so that does make sense it was just lesbians <laughs> <laughs> next next call an actual question oh, oh my this god one we is got dangerous. seven th- we could have picked any call about this because a-, a thousand people called in about this hi who weekly uh first time long time i came across a video of somebody named lil tay who's nine years old and apparently a rapper um the video is just her smoking what I think is a baby carrot, like it's a blunt, and then screaming about what a cool kitchen she has and how much money she's got. And I did a deeper dive and saw a lot of videos where she called me broke. But then apparently she recently got into like a physical fight with Cash Me Outside Girl and someone else who is also not in my radar, um, Will Vicky. And I just want to know, who's little Tay? And what's going on? Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. So this goes back a while. So I guess we start with who is Danielle Pergoli? Who is Bad Baby? So Bad Baby is the uh, rap name, the new name of Daniel Bergoli, a.k.a. Cash Me Outside Girl, who you might remember from that fateful Dr. Phil episode in which he said, Cash Me Outside, how about that? Okay. Catch Me Outside, how about that? Catch You Outside? What does that mean? White horse. What I just said. <laughs> right, she was fighting with her mom. It was like a lot of drama. It was like very dark. It became a meme. And actually Instantly. a meme that lasted way longer than it should have, considering how me- how memes don't really last now very long. Right. right? So she And now truly, Bad Baby. Yeah. Bad Baby has a music contract and she's like gonna release an album soon. And people actually she had her like her first, music. Well, she had her weird. first show and she did okay. I had a friend who was there and she said she was great. The interesting thing about Bad Baby is that her music isn't terrible, right? And I don't you know, I'm gonna get a lot of shit for doing this, but you can compare her a little bit to Cardi B here why please don't yell at me cardi b also came from like a non-rapper background she was like a personality right she like did stuff on instagram she was on the tv show whatever she's mostly personality someone came in and said hey you should like do something maybe you should have a music career they basically like taught her how to rap and they wrote songs like basically for her which she has admitted bad baby kind of the same thing right a little different a lot younger blah 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 but bad baby did get rap training bad baby did get songs written for her blah 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 so like it's a little bit similar, don't you think? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, I mean, the ages are what make it mostly yes. different. Bad Baby is th- 15 years old. So, right. So people are still kind of, like, uncomfortable with Bad Baby's sexuality and stuff like that, which I Understandably. am... Understandably. Yeah, I am also very uncomfortable. But, so she had her... She's having her first tour. She had her first show. She's coming out with an album, blah, blah, blah. The point is, is that she's feuding, which is, like, a true deep cake hole, with another, like, young 
personality on Instagram named Woe Vicky. Woe Vicky, who goes by Icky Vicky as well. (laughs) Thank you, Bobby. Terrible. Her real name is something else. It doesn't matter. She's 18, though. So interesting to know. This woman is legal. Bad Baby is not Her real name is allegedly, allegedly (laughs) Victoria Waldrop. Allegedly. Victoria Waldrop. Um. Uh, you know, what's interesting about Whoa Vicky is that her kind of, if you watch her Instagram videos, she's very, she holds guns, she says slang, she speaks on a quote unquote black accent. It's like extremely problematic. I know that Bad Baby also does that, but there's something a little bit darker to her life that kind well, of implies that she might be more spring breakers than, and that kind of. Whoa Vicky also claimed that she was black for a while because of the ancestry <laughs> thing. And, and she she's had to, not. And then she had to re- admit that she was not actually black. So people were comparing Whoa Vicky to Rachel Dolezal. And those sorts of comparisons weren't really happening and haven't been happening to Bad Baby. Right, like she calls um, herself the Zone Six Queen, which apparently is an area in Atlanta. But she, her father, as found out by this site or BT Nom. I don't know. There's a lot of like sites like calling her out. There are lots of sites I'd never been to until uh, yeah. I started looking up these people. Apparently, her her dad owns a you know a realty company and uh, is wealthy and blah blah blah. They found all these things. Either way, uh, she's not black uh, and. She, if you scroll through her Instagram, it's a very weird experience. I'll say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, who is so, she, you know, at this point? She's one of those Instagram people who is constantly bragging about everything they own and all the money they have, but you never know where the money came from. She would, she's like, she would, she would like to like be acting like a, like a rapper or something who's doing that. But it's like when a rapper does that, it's like, oh, they have a job. They're rapping. <laughs> you know, it's like, she doesn't, she's not rapping. She's not rapping in a way that would feasibly make her this money so now people are saying well the money comes from her dad because her dad is rich but also who knows also why are you holding up ak-47s you're like from the suburbs in georgia right that's like the main problem and do what's really funny though do you know she does make some money which cracks me up if you go to her instagram stories she's like do this survey like and get an iphone x like she's doing the most spam like and we've seen like some pretty spammy spawn con Mm -hmm. like sugar bears is like pretty spammy but it's not actual spam this girl is doing spawn for actual spam the lowest of the low like go to (laughs) do my survey or whatever and we know based on bella thorne that that's how you can make a very very good a very very good living oh well i mean yeah and bella thorne let's say is at the top of that food chain and this girl's at the bottom of that food chain right so now we've explained whoa vicky sort of oh god but also whoa vicky this is oh god it makes me sick so one of the (laughs) things you'll notice whenever you start looking into whoa vicky bad baby and the like um lil tay is that they're all they all they all we haven't even even got to to let's not even i don't even want to talk about lil tay but we have to yeah when you get into this youtube culture you get into the culture of like an endless cycle of reaction videos so it's just like one person does this then the other person reacts right. to the video of that person doing right. this and then it just repeats itself like like this infinite loop of reaction videos and so it's understandably really hard to get to the source of what the original beef was because every well, video this cycle just never really ends. the most recent beef quote-unquote beef fight whatever was on video apparently Whoa, Vicky, Lil Tay ran up, ran up, confronted Bad Baby, who has a huge bodyguard. So, like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of an irrelevant thing. Like, Bad Baby's best friend is her huge-ass bodyguard. Um, (laughs) She ran up on Bad Baby uh, at, like, a mall, not at Coachella, like, at a random mall in L.A., um, 
And I think it was near the arc light. I like kind of recognized where they were and like started yelling at her. They originally wanted to fight at the Grove and then apparently <laughs> Bad Baby didn't show up to Wait, the Grove. Wait, fighting at the Grove would be and fucking funny. amazing. Yeah. And so that video that you have there with her like oh, weird you. pseudo manager guy, Harry yeah. Sang. Yeah. Is it Harry or Henry? Who Harry, cares? Harry Sang. That's them. That's her being like, this bitch didn't meet me at the Grove when she said she would meet me at the Grove to fight. So now I'm mad at her. Um, so today we are making this video to talk about the situation with the Daniel Broccoli chick. And basically what happened was our friend hit me up and was like, hey, I'm, um, I'm at the mall with the Daniel Broccoli chick. She want to see you. And she want to collab and hang out and she want to squash the beef. Do you want to come? So me and all my friends was like, yeah, we'll come. Just so we had no intention of fighting. Because they wanted to fight at the Grove. I totally understand to that. I always want to like fight they wanted the to Grove. Fight at the Grove. Like, I don't um, want to go somewhere else. There's no good parking there. The Grove has great parking. I want to fight so, at the Grove. <laughs> so they ultimately fought somewhere else. And meanwhile, when they fight, okay, so the fight is also over. Oh my God, explaining this well, is the, truly the fight insane. is like we talked on social media, and she said, "Come get me," and then they flew from Atlanta to like come fight with her. But also, I think that they knew Bad Baby was getting a little bit of press. It was her first show. There was going to be cameras there. There's going to yes. be people talking. So they but picked also, the time. Yeah, but also it goes back to a fight based on reaction videos. So the fight was based on a on Danielle's reaction to Vicky's um, video about what's his name, rice gum or something. So they were all reacting to these videos that went up. And so this other guy, rice gum, we can't even get into him, but he has He's made, like a YouTube personality. Well, he's an actual YouTube personality who has like over a million subscribers. God, what am I saying? So they show up to this mall, they start fighting. You start a fight? Come on, touch me, I want you to hit me. Hit me, hit me, bitch. Hit me. If you hit me, I'll hit me. I'm right here, I'm right here. You coming out of me, so you hit me. You're so about it. You're so about it, you're so making bad. And you're like, okay, whatever, the bodyguard breaks it up. But then meanwhile, you look in the background and there's this nine-year-old girl there. This nine-year-old girl who herself is an is a YouTuber and her name is Lil Tay. If you thought that Whoa Vicky didn't make sense and you thought that Bad Baby didn't make sense, Lil Tay makes less sense. There's no reason for Lil Tay to be as famous as she is. And as the best tweet I've seen so far that was linking to my coworker's excellent explainer on this, Hazel's, um, Hazel's explainer on this, did you see Doreen's tweet? Doreen St. Felix's no. um, tweet that was just linking to Hazel's piece? All, <laughs> no. she, all she added was, I'm calling CPS. This Lil Tay, let me tell y'all something. This shit costs more to your rent. My toilet costs more to your rent. Everything in my bathroom costs more to your rent. Which is the best reaction to this whole thing. You're like, where are these people? Where are these parents? Because the only one who's an adult here is Whoa Vicky, and she's only an adult. Well, what's funny is age. that when they were fighting, and I'll put the I'll put the audio here because it truly did make me laugh. Whoa, Vicky was like, "I'm 18. If I hit you, I'm going to jail. So you have to hit me first. Like she kept, like she kept saying, like, now that I'm legal, like I can go to jail, and it'd be more serious than if like you hit me, and then like I fought back. Like it was just, it was such like a weird, specific, practical fight yes. in a weird way. I mean, Bad Baby ended up kind of like taking a swing, and then like the bodyguards pulled them apart. Like nothing happened. It wasn't a nothing real happened. thing. Yeah. But anyway, so. People, I think, are as fascinated as they are by this because they didn't, un they don't understand. It's people who have no sense of YouTube culture understanding the fact that YouTube culture is a really dark, bleak, 
inexplicable place. And I think had this little girl not been there, it wouldn't have gotten as much attention as it has because Lil Tay is the darkest, as I keep saying, the darkest element of this entire puzzle. It's dark. Because it's Lil dark Tay, because she's nine. <laughs> it's dark because she's nine. She's being fed lines. Um, she's being fed these, like, it's a, it's a little girl saying, like, really just, like, terrible things about other girls and women at this point. Yeah. Um, but she's also, like, throwing around cash and, like, in a car and saying that she drives even though she's only nine. And you're like, this is a joke, right? Like, is this a joke? Wait, where are your parents? Is the joke where your parents? Because I can't tell if I'm supposed to be laughing or actually concerned about your parents. No one knows who she is. There was a rumor that she was the sister of Miranda Cosgrove. That is not the case. That is not the case. <laughs> like, Ryan... she made a joke. There's a lot of jokes about Miranda Cosgrove. Do you notice that, like, by young people today? Because I think they're all kind of, like, obsessed with her as, like, a meme character. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. <laughs> Moving on, she also, this Ricegum guy tried to start another feud with her because he said that his sister was being bullied by Lil Tay, which is one of the wildest videos. And so Lil Tay responded how to many that videos video. Did you wa- how many videos oh did God. you watch for this? I, wa- I mean, I at least, I watched at least an hour of them. Yeah, jeez. And uh, I mean, where I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm at it's, a loss fine. At this it's fine. It's fine. It's like, what do we say? You don't say anything. It's like, okay, if it's like Bad Baby, a thing. If you want to like engage with that, she has like songs you could listen Bad to. Bad Baby them. has a job. Number one, Bad it, Baby has a job. But if you want, if you merely just want to like see some fucked up stuff on Instagram, like, whoa, Vicky, like check that feed out. Like, it's <sighs> weird. Okay. Right. And then like Lil Tay is kind of the one that everyone keeps bringing up because it's like she's nine. But like, there's really nothing to say except like this is, this is her she's friend no group, one. I guess. Like, these are her friends. So she obviously imitates them like a nine year old would and now we have like this insane but then people also say that she's friends with chief keith but why and how or but, and is that based on just all, one photo it's also just like youth culture everyone's like trying to find who the next like cool young person is and like you know it could be these people it's not but like i don't know <laughs> i this probably isn't true all the time but i would venture to say that this sort of Store like things will get this dark if you look up any Instagram or YouTube famous sure, person really yes. quickly. It's it's not isolated to these three girls at all. The moment you get into any sort of YouTube feud, you will get something like this. This wasn't just like yeah, this is not an exception. This is the rule. This is what it is there, and it's it's it really does it it really does make you feel completely out of touch. When you go to a YouTube video explaining one of these things or reacting to one of these things that has like 6 million views. Because you wonder, how do I know nothing about this? But it's an entire, like, kind of an insular little community that is bleak. It's bleak. It's bleak. bleak. It's bleak. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. What's kind of interesting about this is just Bad Baby. So, like, if you want to, like you know you can just read about her and decide for yourself and then also oh bad baby was mad at little vicky because little vicky used the n-word in a tweet and used the n-word a lot and so bad baby is like you're racist how dare you you're racist but the even the but the racist part wasn't even the actual reason for it it was just one of the things that exacerbated the whole thing sure but like the reason why like bad baby was like i don't like whoa vicky was because whoa vicky had called one of her friends the n-word and was just like this is your racist inappropriate and like apparently like yeah and so whatever they have beef but it's funny because i because like 
bad if bad baby wants to like like uh, work her way up in the world she should feud with people who are more famous than her not less famous so that's you know that's it yeah well you can't forget that bad baby is 16 or 15 bad baby is nominated for a billboard award did you notice that against nikki oh, yeah. and and cardi start beef with one of them like you know come on work your way up the ladder like Get in a fight with, like, Iggy Azalea, someone said. Someone suggested that to me. She Don't should get in a fight no, with Iggy. Honestly, that's a lower rung on the total okay, pole fine. than Woe Vicky. That's true. Let's, <laughs> let's <laughs> Rude. move on to the next call. Did we even explain everything? It's just I so I think so. Weird. I actually do it's think so. so there, Everything weird. is still kind of unfolding because, you know, as soon as something gets attention, then more stuff happens, right? So Bad Baby's been around for a while, but Woe Vicky thing just happened because of the fight, and now it's all getting attention and whatever. It's a and dark, didn't even dark get journey. into this guy, Harry Sang, who has this very weird affiliation with Woe Vicky. He seems like a weird like YouTube manager who's more of just a con artist, but I don't want to slander anyone. Yeah, like, anyone. don't go to Very his weird. website. Don't go to his resume. Uh, then you'll find out if he, he worked for Marco Rubio. <laughs> There's so many just dark holes you can go. Just stay away. Okay, okay let's call. go to the next one. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. It's Oren again. Um, I called up a few minutes ago about uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella breaking up, but I was a little distraught and sort of unable to communicate. So I'm going to try this again. So John Cena and Nikki Bella have broken up, according to Us Weekly, in an exclusive story. And so let me provide some information. Nikki Bella is one of the Bella Twins. They are WWE wrestlers, and uh, they have two reality shows. They have Total Divas and Total Bellas, which is a spinoff of Total Divas that she is on with her sister, Brie Bella, who is married to another wrestler named Daniel Bryan. Anyway, so Nikki and John, John Cena, we know who he is. I don't have to explain him. Nikki and John have been together for like six years, I think. And last year at WrestleMania, John very publicly proposed to Nikki at WrestleMania. And it was like, obviously it's staged and like not real and like everyone knew in advance that that was probably going to happen, but still it was a thing. So now they're broken up. And it is a little devastating. I don't know what to think. So, so I hope I've caught you guys up to speed. I'm, I'm shaken. Um, I wish you guys the best of luck. Bye. Thank you, Warren. Love you on Twitter. My fave. One of my faves. Um, I know you're really into wrestling. A lot of people who are really into wrestling were devastated by this breakup. These two. A lot of people are really into wrestling just generally. Well, it's fun. I mean, remember when we were middle school, people were into wrestling too? It's like... It's, yeah, I just it's... didn't realize that when there's a WrestleMania happening, you notice on Twitter right. that a lot of your friends are into wrestling and they kind of are closeted. But I guess wrestling events just aren't all the time. So. Well, it's like saying, okay, I'm not really into the uh, football, but I watch the Super Bowl because it's like an event yeah. and people care. But it, maybe kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care about soccer, but I'm going to watch some of the World Cup because like everyone's watching mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So... John Cena, Nikki Bella, you've de- you've probably heard of John Cena because he's like literally the star in like Cock Blockers, that movie that's out this mm-hmm. week that everyone's into. It's just into. blockers, by the way. It's just blockers. <laughs> it is Cock Blockers. It's like a picture of a rooster and then blockers. Yeah, but it's called Blockers, I Lindsay. understand. So he's a star of that. He's kind of like The Rock. He's like taking the same route, like from wrestling personality to star. He is funny. He hosted mm-hmm. SNL. He's funny. He yeah. had a moment. He's like a, got a good personality, which I think is from being a wrestler, which is essentially like an improv an actor. actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An actor. So he's, a, he's kind of a big thing. Nikki Bella is also a big thing. She has her own reality show, I believe. It's called and like- she's a wrestler. The Bella- Bella Girls Dolls? The Bella Dolls? I don't know. Total Bellas. She is on... Yeah, she's also a wrestler. They're like the royal family of wrestling. 
Um, so they were a big deal. They got together. He proposed. It was very sweet. I think there was this whole thing about how he hadn't proposed. Like, they were together for a long time, and he never proposed. And, like, it was really drawn out, right? Mm-hmm. If I yeah. remember from yes. reading it on Us Weekly. And he finally proposed, and their wedding was scheduled for uh, early May. And then and now it's canceled. Yeah, and then it got canceled, and everyone was kind of like, oh, no, like, love is dead. And it's like, well, a lot of things could be happening. Who knows? Maybe he got really famous really fast, and it was, like, too much, blah, blah, blah. But there's this People article, an exclusive, quote, unquote, according to People. I mean, everything's an exclusive to them. But headline is, John Cena was, quote, just protecting himself with 75-page contract he made Nikki Bella sign, source. Yeah. So then you have this, like, thing comes out where um, not a prenup, a contract, a cohabitation contract in 2013. And this is oh, and and I just just to be clear, this is not this is not people speculating. These are like interviews with Nikki and John, and they're very candidly explaining what this contract was like and how she felt when she signed it. I will say, when people sources, they usually know what they're talking. Like yeah. when they have like sources like this, they usually kind of know what's happening. So apparently, in 2013, he made her sign this agreement, not a prenup, just this weird thing. And I guess he was like worried about his money and blah blah blah. She would have to vacate his home with her things as soon as possible if they split. And it was a big element on the the reality show that she was on. Mm-hmm. So apparently everyone knows this already because it was on the reality show. So John basically handed me a paper that I have to sign. And it's basically about living in his home. In the beginning it goes, although I do not wish to be formal, I do not want there to be any misunderstanding regarding your presence at the home as my guest. I don't know where this is coming from. Is that all I'm ever going to be in your heart as a guest? Am I ever going to have that permanent spot in the rest of your life? In the event that I ask you to vacate the home, you agree to immediately vacate the home and remove any and all items you may have brought into the home as soon as possible. Um, He didn't really want to do a reality show because I think he kind of saw his life going in a different direction, right? Like away from reality TV. He saw himself going to like the A-list, yeah. Right. The rock route. Yeah. You know, and on the show, her sister kind of says, oh, I guess it's about how they're twins. That's why they're whatever. Um, Bria Bella. Yeah. People do really like the show. So, uh, you know, her sister kind of questioning the contract. It is weird to get a contract like that. But he was kind of like, you know, my brother has issues. My brother has medical issues. And I just want to be a good caretaker. I just want to protect my money and my assets, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I need to be – I need to support a lot of people. Like kind of mm-hmm. whatever. But that's what a prenup is. And before you're married, you don't need to protect yourself in this way, got to say. Right. Um, and so when they broke off, this kind of came up again and it's a little bit, it's kind of sad. That's it. It's kind of sad just because they were so, their relationship was part of their show. They're part of their brand. Yeah. I mean, I think being on a reality show is not good for anyone's relationship, basically. Mm -hmm. Like as a literal rule, like I can't think of a couple that was, that had a good relationship from being on a reality show. Like even Heidi and Spencer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and we talked about this. It's why uh, the 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 spouses didn't want to be on the New Jersey Shore. They were like, "Leave me out of this." Like, no. well, they're smart. They're so yeah, smart. They're smart. Think they're about smart. it. You know, although every episode is so good now because they're not on it because all they do is cry and call home and stuff. Next one. Next call. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. First time caller, OG listener. This is Rachel. I'm one of your Paris correspondents. And I was calling with some inside information on Scarjo Yummy Pop which is not at all popular with French people, and also their popcorn is really stale. But um, apparently, according to the broker who handles the real estate for that block, Yummy Pop is closing. That is all. The scoop. A Who Weekly scoop. A scoop. Scoop Weekly. A scoop. A scoop. 
Anyways. It's closing. <sighs> That's depressing. I guess no one in Paris likes popcorn. <laughs> it's because it's stale. They don't like stale popcorn. That's true. That's true. Sorry, Garjo. So I guess if you live in Paris, go there soon before it closes. Or don't. <laughs> I mean, apparently it's stale. Why would you go there? Or don't. Next call. Hi, I just left a message about Nicholas Holt's baby mama. And I just wanted to follow up with a quote from the Truly Wild People Babies article about the baby where he's quoted saying he doesn't draw lines at where his girlfriend can store her things in his bedroom because he's not possessive over things like that. What, how is this like a thing that he needs to brag about? It makes me really worried about this baby. That's all. Bobby, did you do a deep dive on this woman? Uh, well, I didn't do a deep dive. I did a very shallow dive. I just okay. like waited in the, in the, in, in the, the Instagram in the waters. Coastal waters. Yeah. yeah. I always, I'm just going to go ahead and be, um, Hmm. just assume that everything is shady. Like, hmm. I'm going to assume that that's a dig at her ex-boyfriend, probably. Or a dig at one of his ex-girlfriends. Well, the, um, the number one ex-girlfriend. <laughs> the and, only well, ex-girlfriend that we know. The only ex-girlfriend is Jennifer Lawrence. And Brianna Hawley's exes include some guy from Five Seconds of Summer, whose name I already forgot, and also Leonardo DiCaprio. So, Which is I, like saying, you know, she went to the mall once or something. Yeah, that she went to the Grove. She's been to Target. <laughs> yeah. Like. So she's a lingerie model. She's posed in Playboy. Um, and she just gave birth to her first child. The father is Nicholas Holt. They're still dating. Nicholas Holt, for those of you who don't remember, is about a boy from About a Boy. He's the boy that it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who like famously had the glow up. Where he was like, oh, wow, so about a boy's a hunk. Yeah. He's a hunk now. Look he's at him. A skins, he's a hunk. He's a skins man. If you watch skins, you're like, yeah. hmm. Isn't that what she called him? A few um, people called him he was in, And then he was in uh, a single man and sort he's, of yeah. transitioned into adulthood. He was yeah. an X-Men person. We keep talking about X-Men I got to say, I will, this quote about not like letting him have his, his girlfriend's things at his house. I feel like they specifically asked that question and that's why he answered that. It's weird that it's getting pulled out to be put into this article. Like, I don't even know if it's passive aggressive. I think it's just out of context. Do you know what I mean? It just seems so yeah, weird. It's like, oh, you're having a baby together. Congratulations. Do you let your girlfriends have your stuff at your house? Like it's... It just yeah, feels but I, I out just of assume that they're like you wouldn't maybe maybe you would ask that randomly. Maybe you're asking that because you heard that their last that their ex was a little more possessive. Who knows? Also, maybe he was just aggressively trying to seem woke and good. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever it was, it was just like Whatever it is, it's boring and they're boring. My favorite thing about this is that a lot of people were reporting on this by saying it was a secret baby. Oh, she gave birth to their secret baby. They had a secret baby. But it wasn't a secret baby. No one cared. No one cared. The reason why they say secret. Well, the, the reason why they say it was secret was because her Instagram had only photos of her sexy. But it's like, you could post photos from any time. Don't you know about Instagram? Um, they weren't trying to hide anything. It's just they're not famous enough for people to care if they see Nicholas Holt out and about with some pregnant woman. They're just like, oh. They only cared when she actually had the baby. They were like, oh, it's his baby and also Jennifer Lawrence's ex-boyfriend, which is all that people care about. Yes. Because Jennifer Lawrence is single, so like, whatever. I don't know. It's oh, like, and the- it all goes back to Jennifer Lawrence, the ultimate A-lister in this situation. Yeah, and someone is going to ask her guarantee like oh what do you how do you do you have anything to say to to your ex nicholas now that he has a baby and she'll be like oh i wish him well that's it that's all you're gonna get out of it oh her five seconds of summer boyfriend's name is ashton Irwin. who, who cares next call cares. next call about a boy about a baby okay hi Lindsay and bobby this is sarah calling you back from earlier um i was just wondering if you guys saw that thing that adam pally did at the shorty awards it was really <laughs> weird he was just 
really depressed because it was a weird award show. I was giving awards to brands. But you don't have to say it's called because it's really bad, but I just thought you should take a look. And also, is that Natalia who or them? I don't really know. But just for the important thought. Lindsay, do you have more to say about this? Because I really don't have much to say with it. I thought it was funny. Adam well, Pally so is... I was like, people's response to it was so defensive over the webby, over the... Oh my God, I'm sorry. Over like the... He's sh- being so Over the shorties. The it's like, webby, it's the like they invited him. He knew what he was getting him to shut up. But like, he actually... It's funny because he's like, part of it, I'll play a little bit. He's like, guys, I'm killing. And he is killing. Like he it's is... It's really funny. It's self-deprecating and it's kind of mean, but it's funny. I guess I'll start with... What is going on? Who is that? Where are we? Why are people getting awards? Am I going to get an award? What qualifies you to get an award? And isn't this the Webbies? I think a career highlight will be when I'm done. This award honors those brands that have the best year-long presence on Instagram. So I'll be giving an award to a brand. Considering how many brands are putting all of their resources into, into Instagram, it's wildly impressive. Is it? And he's doing a good job. And like, I'm not a huge fan of his. So like, this is not because I'm like team Adam Pally, but it's like, if you watch the full thing, you're like, this is a good set. Like he's- I think it's funny. And, it's I, funny. and I feel like they must have known. I. I think it's a sort of thing that, like, they knew he was going to do something sort of controversial, but that's what they need. Like, the shorties aren't relevant. So now suddenly they're relevant again because Adam Pally did, like, a funny set during them. Right? Yes. Yes. Like, no one gives he wasn't a, a shit about the shorties. Was, the shorties were... doing comedy. The shorties were invented for, like, short-form, like, Twitter content award. It's, it's all... Ev- it's all Everyone sponsored content. Everyone should be making fun of the shorties. Everyone should be all of the time. If you so, think that it was a coincidence that he was presenting a sponsored content award, which he was, like, you're crazy. They did that on purpose. That's the joke. It's a bad award. And, like, he mm-hmm. give, he played gave it justice. And I laughed a lot. And, like, I just don't understand what the big deal is. Anyway. It's funny. It was funny. He's uh, a comedian. He's an actor. He was on um, that show <sighs> that everyone endings. loves. Yeah, Happy Endings. He's so funny on that. And Mindy Project, which I don't watch. But. <laughs> he's funny. Yeah, Whatever. He's it's funny. He's a funny guy. Okay, next call. Also, I'd like to I'd like to just tell the 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 everyone that that produces this show um i'm up here killing and and if you want me to host next year hard pass here are the finalists for best overall instagram hi lindsay hi bobby um do i need to know anything else about hennessy other than the fact that she is cardi b's sister thanks Good for him, Bella Thornton. Um, who is Hennessy Carolina? I've never been talking about her. I don't um, know. She's kind of fun. Hennessy Hennessy Carolina is great name. Cardi B's sister. She's like Instagram icon, like queer royalty. Isn't she gay? Yeah, Bye. she's a lesbian, she a and she, she has, a has a girlfriend, right? and they're very cute, and like yeah, they're so very like, out, and it's like nice. They're like cute together. They met on I, Instagram. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know they met on Instagram. Yeah. 
That's actually very funny. And she's but very she's supportive of her like, sister. She's like, she's in FIT. She goes to FIT, which is chill. She's like doing fashion mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, they're they're like a nice, it's like a nice thing. It's like a heartwarming situation. She like defends her sister all the time and like They go to events all the time. Stuff. It's one of those cute things where it's like, you know when famous people bring their like family members as plus ones to things and yeah, everyone's like always charmed? Always does Cardi that. does that. Um, also, she's going to be on, you know how MTV is doing a new challenge, which it's like um, MTV people versus actual famous people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is going to be on that. So I think she's going to have like a little bit of a come up because she's going to be on this show. Oh, maybe. Well, she's going to actually be on TV. Well, being on TV helps with like anything. Like being on TV, it's like the goal, I guess. So she'll be on um, – she'll compete alongside fellow love and hip-hop alum Daniel Gibson for Bronx Works Charity. So they're doing it for charity. It's like this competition or whatever. Anyways. A really great um, – a really great – oh, God. I forgot how good their 360 cam was at the Grammys. Wait, <laughs> and they were both in like complimentary like sequendy gowns. But anyway, the point is, I was looking at her Instagram earlier, and I think it's really funny that she loves she loves coverage about herself. Yeah. And there's a really great photo that she posted that's just three screen grabs of articles that she was recently featured in. One of them is Billboard. Hennessy Carolina talks getting physical for a good cause on MTV is a challenge. Um, I did it for the Bronx. Uh, then there's a, a screen grab of a People article that says Cardi B supported Hennessy amid some some pregnancy backlash, blah, blah. And then the other article that she quoted is Cosmopolitan, everything you need to know about Cardi B's extremely <laughs> cool sister, Hennessy. And she's like, tight, cool. I love it. <laughs> I love the coverage. Give me more coverage, even if it's an explainer. She also posts Embracing like... Embracing an explainer she, is very cute. She also posts like lesbian memes, which I like. She's like a tr- She's like truly herself. You know, like you can tell she's related to Cardi. She's like doing the same thing. She's also beautiful. She's also like out there. And it's fun. Like, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah, it's just fun. We like her. Um, we support. We stand. God, this meme. Might go to jail so I can focus on Jim properly. Okay, she's good. Let's end this episode... We have an amazing color doing amazing, amazing, sweetie. It's like actually theater. It really is. It's, I don't know what it is. Lindsay called it art. I'm not sure. It's, it's performance something. art. I'll say that. It's something. It's really long. Listen to all of it. If you have trim silence set on your podcast. Turn it off. Thing, like I do. Don't trim the silence. You can't trim the silence because part of this Please. is like the, the perfectly timed dramatic pauses. Please don't um, trim the silence. Uh, what else is there? That's it. I think uh, if you checked out our stuff in New York Magazine, thank you. That's so yes. nice. And yes. we appreciate if you tweeted at us like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And maybe you'd never heard of us. We appreciate you too. If you're new to the podcast because of the New York Magazine, like stick with us. I promise we're fun and good. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> rate and review us on iTunes. It's not iTunes yeah, anymore. Rate and review us on iTunes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Buy New York Magazine. That's it. Miranda's on the cover. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. You will say that. Hi, um, this is a straight person. And I was, I know that straight people don't call this phone number, this, uh, this, you know, combination of numbers. Um, uh, so this is a straight person. I was wondering, uh, you know, what's the deal with architecture? Um, is it tall? Is it? You know, I don't know. I'm a straight guy. Um, I just get to 
I just get to stand here and, um, you know, comment. Hmm? Okay. All right. Uh, I'll see you guys. You know, I'm straight. I like to listen to the Kaylee Coco feed. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.